step two. Cafeteria Talk. Welcome to the radio show where we talk about any and everything, just like the days at the cafe. Hey everyone, welcome to What Do You Do, baby? Welcome to Cafeteria Talk, the podcast where we talk about any and everything, just like the days at the cafeteria table. I am not Quattro. Y'all know who this is. This is Nua, DJ Nua. How we doing? Doing good. What's up, everybody? It's your boy Slick Rob. No introduction needed. And it's just me and Slick right now. We we uh couldn't get Kev here. We couldn't get Quattro here. But it's all good. It's all good. Today we are talking about Wandavision. But first, a little bit of business. You can follow us on Instagram at Cafeteria Talk Official. You can follow us on Twitter at Cafeteria Talk. How you been? I have been great. Oh my God, it has. Okay, it's actually been a pretty good month so far. Nothing's been altered, changed, or anything, so interesting. Hey, man, look, when 10 days in and a month hasn't gone crazy yet, that's a good thing. Look, I got so much done today. Today's been so productive. I'm actually feeling good. I got 12 hours of sleep the night before because I fell asleep early last night because I had a migraine, so I'm feeling energized. Same. I got early. I got some good sleep as well. I think I got about 10 hours of sleep, which is better than my usual 5, 6... Five, six, four, none, <laughs> two. Also, make sure if you're checking us out on Apple T, on Apple Podcast. See, I don't use that one. Apple Podcast. Make sure you give us five star ratings and reviews. Now, what we like to do is something here, Rob. You want to explain what we're gonna do? Of course, I will. We're going to do the on to the wait, the put to the on. Sorry, I'm. I keep changing. I feel like I'm being altered because yeah. of the ramifications of the episode but anyway the put on segment you already know we're talking about something that we have recently watched listened to made well eaten in prodigy's case that we think you the people should check out and i will go first as i usually do oldest to youngest i'm gonna put you guys on this music video by a chicago rapper known as vic to the mensa well vic mensa not to the mensa but vic mensa the name of the song is called Shelter. It features Chance the Rapper and somebody, one more other person. Oh my God, I'm folding like a lawn chair. Wanda did that to me. <laughs> yeah, give me one second. Shelter Vic Mensa. It's him, Chance the Rapper, and Wycliffe Jean. Wycliffe Jean. John. No, it's John. I'm I'm folding. Like I said, I'm folding. Honestly, bro, I, I've heard some people say Jean and heard some people say, say John. I really just don't know anymore. I'm saying, but yes, the song is called Shelter, and it, they have a music video for it. And it talks about, um, it basically about the issues in Chicago with all the killings for the young kids and all this good stuff. And it's very, um, it's a very, like, it reminded me of the, back in the colonial slave times where they used to sing music to, um, carry on and then the civil rights movement how they use music to march on and keep going and fighting that's what this song it's called shelter it's basically like where an angel is saying he'll protect the people and it's it's so gas and 
Quattro, you're not here, but you got to check it out. Your boy Chance slaps on the song. All right, that's a dope put on. In fact, I've actually heard the song. I agree with everything he said. Quattro, if you ain't heard it yet, check that shit out. Check it out. Also, my put on. Y'all know I'm a nerd, but y'all know that one thing I am not is a weeb. I would be, I just don't have time to get into anime. But I do like giant-ass robots. Y'all know I like Transformers. And since I like giant robots, I'm going to talk to y'all about giant robots. Uh, this new thing that just dropped on Netflix a few days ago as of us recording. Something called Pacific Rim The Black. Now, y'all haven't been living under a rock. If you, I'm assuming you haven't. And if you haven't, you know that the movie Pacific Rim came out in, was it 2013 or 2014? I think it was 2013. 2013, because I was going into high school. Yeah, we were going into high school. That was one of the awesomest movies I had seen at the time. It was dumb, but oh my god, was it so freaking awesome to watch. Like, everything about it was just cool. It's just Elba. Now, Pacific Rim, now what I'm putting you on is Pacific Rim, The Black. This is basically set during the first movie. Uh, after the official synopsis, sub synopsis is after Kaiju ravaged Australia, two siblings pilot a Jaeger to search for their parents, encountering new creatures, seedy characters, and chance allies. It's basically world building, but it's an anime. Mm. Yeah, I mean, like, it's dope. Like I said, I'm not really big into anime like that, but I'll watch it, especially if it's, like, based on something I already... Like was a fan of yeah. So like Pacific Rim, like I said, that's one of my that's one of my top ten, not top ten, but it's one of my favorite movies. Like I, if it's on, I'll definitely watch it. Not that second one though. Sorry, John Boyega, you did a good job, but that movie sucked. Yeah, John Boyega, you did your thing, but the little girl, I'm confused. Honestly, no. The problem with that movie, and I mean, it's the problem with that movie was they broke all the rules of the first movie. That is true. That and is true. That broke. And by breaking the rules of the first movie, it also broke laws of physics. If something's big, even if it's moving fast, it's gonna look like it's moving slow because of how far the camera is. They just didn't care, and they just made all those things move like it was fast. Or mm -hmm. made it appear like it was moving as fast as it was. It's like how s small things look like they're moving really fast when they go past you, but it's really the same speed. And how big things moving at the same speed away look like they're moving really slow the further away you get. Mm. The exact same... Thing. But we're not here to talk about physics. We are here to talk about WandaVision. So with that, let's uh, let's kind of see how we do things at Cafeteria Talk. First thing we're going to do is the story. What's it about? And does it tell a good, well-paced story? Comment on the writing, tone, and structure of it all. We talk about the characters. Do they carry the show forward? Are they interesting enough to watch them again? Lastly, implications. What am I left with? Do you want more episodes, seasons, or spinoffs? We definitely might get spinoffs of this. Oh, of course. Most definitely. But we're going to talk about that in a second. Yes. So, let's kind of do a general overview of WandaVision. So, it, living in an idealized suburban... Li living in... This follows Wanda and Vision. Living idealized suburban lives. And they kind of begin to suspect that everything is not as it seems. It stars Elizabeth Olsen as Wanda, Wanda Maximoff, Paul Bettany as The Vision. We have uh, Catherine Han, 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 I think it's Han. Catherine Han as Agatha Harkness, or Hagness as we all love and know her. 
Tiana Paris as Monica Rambo. My baby. I love her. She did a great job. She did. Randall Park as Agent Jimmy Woo. My dog. Kat Dennings as Darcy Lewis. And Evan Peters as Pietro Maximoff. Oh. Now. Don't forget Hayward. Oh, oh, you're right. Yeah, okay. John, whatever his last name. John Stanberg as Tyler Hayward. Uh, Julian Hilliard as Billy. And Tommy as Speed. I can I couldn't find his name. I'm about to say yeah, like I was like, well, hold up, wait, that's backwards. That, that that's a bit backwards. Look, now, it's Wanda. It's Wanda's effect on me. I'm telling you. Right now, before we go any further, this is your official spoiler warning. So, let's talk about the first episodes. Let's talk about let's talk about a few of these episodes. So, first episode started off with kind of like a um, what was it a, a homage to the Dick Van Dyke show. Yeah. Which which was fun, you know. They uh, they had that episode when they were all, uh, they had their special day, but they didn't know what day it was, and they were all just kind of goofing around. And then they all go to work. Agnes comes in, and they think it's their anniversary, and then Vision goes to work and realizes that it's not their anniversary. They have a dinner with their boss, which was very funny. I love Vision. Bro, Vision seems so human-like in that episode. Very much so. Even though he's literally a talk... You're almost like a talking computer. I am not. What are you talking about? Yes. Bro, Paul Bettany is just goaded in, in, in every episode he does this. Like, he, he's literally goaded. The fact he started off as a literally talking... Com- a talking AI. AI, like can't get much... Actually, better. no, a natural language UI, if you want to go by what um, Tony Stark says. Yes, and what's so interesting about this first episode is when I watched it, I, I was, of course, Marvel geeks and nerds try to find a lot of clues and everything to pinpoint or Easter eggs. I felt like I was really just watching a, a sitcom filmed uh, in front of a live studio audience, honestly. Honestly, in, like, on, it had all of the uh, the crazy film techniques of the 50s and all that stuff. Mm, yes. um, the way the plate hit Vision's head. Um, her fixing the plate by it just being... Uh, a reverse shot of them breaking a plate in the first place. Yeah. Uh, the jump cuts anytime she did use her powers, it was it was honestly like a breath of fresh air, honestly. It was. It kind of switched up the MCU. Like, we're so used to the big boom, boom, cinematic feel. And oh, yeah, the, the two, three, nine aspect ratio. But no, we're seeing a classic four by three squashed. I don't believe and they did. Did they even switch to that aspect ratio at all? They did. At, at the end of the episode, at the end of the episode uh, it was that slow switch at the end of the credits when they showed um, the unknown character right, making notes on the show. Oh, uh, true. So, I'm trying to figure, was that Agnes or was that um one of the sword people? Oh, no, I actually know exactly who that is, but I'll actually get to that in a second. Gotcha. So, episode two. That was an episode of Bewitched, essentially, when they had the magic show act. That was also a very fun episode to watch. Um, they straight up made a masturbation joke and got away with it. Congrats, <laughs> Disney. Disney threw a lot of just pointers in there that we people didn't think we'd catch. They didn't think we'd catch it, but we did. We did. Shout out to Tony Stark from... That's the second one we did. You know, rest in peace, Tony Stark. Yeah, rest in peace, Tony Stark. The name of the episode was Don't Touch That Dial, which was... That's literally what they would say back in the 60s. Yeah. Don't touch that dial. We'll be right back. That is true. And Illusion. I know we talk about magic acts, but Illusion was my favorite. Is my favorite magician right now. I am Illusion. 
Vision in the show was calling himself Illusion. I'm, I'm thinking. I'm, I was thinking of like we had a bunch of fake music magicians at uh, when I did work crew back at Southwind. Ah. Uh, and we had these. They were one of them was like, I am Magnus von Magnus, and he is Magnus von Magnus, <laughs> and I am the Illusionist. Yeah. <laughs> so like that just brought me way back. Ah, uh, that's what's up. That's dope. But yeah, um. It was a very fun episode. Uh, you got to see Wanda use her powers to cover up the fact that powers were being used, which was really fun. Uh, you got to see how they were intentionally faking their magic tricks mm. to cover up the fact that they were actually magic and powered. And drunk vision, vision drunk on bubblegum is probably the funniest thing I've ever seen. And very creative. Yeah, like, you know, you can't really consume alcohol, and if you put alcohol in, it's just going to short out its circuits. But gum getting in his gears was... That's interesting. And he just... That was that was funny. And I also like, also, we finally got, um well, what was her name? Um, uh, that's Geraldine? Yeah, well, that's when Geraldine popped up. Geraldine popped up and just out of the blue. We all knew who Geraldine is or who her actual character would come to be. But it was fun seeing her acting like she didn't... Well, she really did know what was going on. And Of course. It, no one really did. And that was also the same episode with the uh, helicopter coming in. Yes. So a helicopter after the drone comes in and... You know, like, looking back, it like you make sense. Oh, that's why it showed up in color. And that's why, you know, she cut herself when they were trying to communicate with Wanda. It was... We didn't know what the hell was going on, but they explained it eventually, and it 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 would just it clicked. It really did, and honestly, I really didn't care. I first I was trying to figure out. I'm just like, what the hell? I'm just going to watch it just right. Like, don't try to figure anything out. It'll explain itself eventually. Like that's how it was when I watched Legion, and Legion still hasn't even explained itself. Yeah, like I kind of got I I I thought a lot about Legion when I first watched WandaVision, just because of. Like, how crazy the show is. Oh, my God. Another quick put on it. You never checked out Legion? Please check it out. I think you can watch some of it on maybe Hulu because it was an FX show. I'm not sure. But find a way to watch Legion. Really good. Definitely watch Legion. So, episode three. Now in color. At, at the Well, let's go back to the end of episode two. When, yeah. Again, that was another aspect ratio change. Indeed it was. Because you were going from the 60s to the 70s. And they went into full screen. That is true. They did do that. that they was... started. It wasn't a complete full screen, but it started to widen just a little bit because TVs got better by then. Yeah, and didn't the kid? No, did the babies pop up at the end? Well, didn't she become pregnant? She became pregnant. She became yeah, became pregnant at the end of episode two. I, wow, I totally forgot. Man, that was crazy. Like, um, that say... show just went by so fast because episode three. We're now in color. We're in the seventies. It's the Brady Bunch. Mm. With, interestingly enough, Mark Hamill was in the Brady Bunch. Star Wars reference, you guys. Yep. <laughs> Maybe that was a Luke Skywalker uh, cameo she was talking Thinking about. Thinking about, yeah. <laughs> uh, let me stop. That was the episode where the twins were born. Uh, and Monica had some issues. She did. So did Herb, but Herb didn't get kicked out because of them issues. Yeah, Herb didn't get kicked out. He was able to stay. But Monica got booted to the curb like a... Just... And it, it was honestly, like, really weird. So... It was. Like, you know, she helped out with the birth. You saw her powers were going crazy because of her emotional state. And honestly, 
I thought, like, whatever her illusion was, I thought the whole thing was going to break because of her having the babies. Mm. That's what I was thinking right then and there. And I was just like, there's no way. Oh, this is all going to come down. And then, boom, WandaVision's done. Nope, she has the babies. And like, oh, okay, well, what's coming out? He was killed by Ultron, wasn't he? That's like a... That's a turnaround like Lawrence Fishburne moment right there. Oh, that's good. That's a good reference right like there. The Ultron. What'd you say? And she was looking up the exact same way. I was like, oh, Lord, we got a new reaction. Yeah, it was... Bro, the, can we just talk about the facials of Elizabeth Olsen? Bro, like, the faces of Ian right there. Like, cells. Like, bro, she's so, she did so good. I was like, oh, my God. Okay, and for those of you who don't know... Uh, or have seen memes about people calling her Ean. Let me take you all the way back to 2016. I joined a Marvel group called Marvel Shield Posting and on Facebook. And I guess there was a guy who wasn't good at English. Mm. Made a meme trying to call Elizabeth Olsen a queen. But he formatted it wrong. So it was squid, quid, scene, and then with the picture of Elizabeth Olsen with no caption, trying to call her queen, but didn't work out because she <laughs> just took off the first and she became Ean. <laughs> Tough. And the fact that there are people to this day who don't get the Ean reference that are in this group, I'm like, oh my God, I'm old. Damn. I was there before Ean happened. <laughs> so if I say Ean, we're talking about Elizabeth Olsen. It's an inside joke, but she's not not worthy of being called Ian, okay? She's because we're going to get to Ian in a second, actually. But yes. Where were we? Episode 3, right? Yes. Okay, so we're still talking about how when Ultron was mentioned. So when Ultron was mentioned, there's a jump cut, and the next thing you know, we're back to a 239 aspect ratio, and Monica is just on the ground. And then the sword agents come up and right. Crowder. And I believe is that where we see Wu or was it? No, Hayward? we don't see we don't see anyone. Oh, we just see the sword agents. We Good. just see sword agents surround her. It's Wanda. It's all Wanda. Oh. Yeah, that Then the next episode we go outside of the hex. And we interrupt this program. To explain what's been going on the past three episodes because some of you idiots think the show sucks. Yeah, that that's very true. So not gonna say no names. Quattro? No. Kev? No, somebody else I know. Oh, okay. Either way, we we kind of jump out. We explain what's been going on these past couple of days. We're introduced to Monica before she was in one division, and how she was blipped away, blipped, and then blipped back five years later, and her mom's dead. It's actually really cool. You get to actually see the ramifications of when, you know, Hulk snaps his fingers and everyone blips back. Yeah, you get to see it. Yeah, you get to see that. That was that was guys. Like you see her walking down the hallway, and then he, someone else gets blipped back, and he bumps into her. I was just like, what happens if someone gets blipped halfway through someone and like he loses their arm? Like that's some shit I really want to see. Yeah, that was kind of crazy. I also liked how they um. How this is a doctor's office and like, you know, what was so interesting is how all the doctors were reacting. You got to think about it like you're at your job and like your job is to protect the people. But like, honestly, if you just got blipped back, first thing you think about, like the dude said, I need to call my wife. 
Right. Hopefully his wife is not with somebody else. Right, like, no, it's been five years. His wife done moved on. She done moved on, fam. This is not your... This is Well, actually, no, Hawkeye's wife was blipped away, so, yeah. And Hawkeye went on a killing spree. So, yeah. yeah. Can't make that connection. Well, you know, maybe your wife is just killing the Yakuza right now. Or you could be like the teacher from Spider-Man. So, my, what happened with Ooh, it? Ooh, yeah, you pretended to blip away and they had a... Fake funeral and everything. Well, not the funeral. The funeral was real, but... <laughs> and it turns out she was... She was staying with someone. She was away with her boyfriend. Like, bro, that's some... Oh, my God. Bro, if the blip ever happens and you do some shit like that, bro... You're canceled. Bro, fuck you. Yeah, you're canceled. Like, seriously, that's some... That's some shit right there. That really is. But back to it. Now, after she leaves the office and, you know, she finds out her mother died... She goes to the sword. She goes back to sword headquarters, and is basically told, "You've been blipped, and you're being grounded. You gotta BS some tests. You know the kind of thing that they tell people when they don't want them to come back to work." Yeah. She's like, "Hey, you know what? You want to work? Here's a bullshit ass case." And then she goes up to Westview and meets up with the one and only Jimmy Woo. And the card trick. The fucking card trick. Like I remember, like, oh hey. I'm like, oh, hey, it's the guy from him. He did the card trick! Like, bro, I freaked out when he did that. Yeah. Once I freaked out that he was back. Like, it's just the small details that, like, show, like, oh. And then, that it's coming together. And then, of course, later on, they introduced Darcy. Oh, my, I love Darcy. And at that time, New Shield posting members tried to dethrone Elizabeth Olsen and try to crown Kat Dennings as the new Ian. It didn't happen. No. But not that she isn't worthy of also being considered an Ian also. She is, but not at the moment. This right. Is... It's still... It's still gonna be Olsen. She will be Ian. To this day. Now, uh, going away from the Eaning just a little bit, let's kind of talk more about what this really means for the MCU. I really feel like we're gonna get a lot of these smaller side... C-list side characters getting a lot more development in this. Yes, and I, I know exactly what you're talking about when you mentioned it. When the episode dropped, we talked about it in our little group chat for Cafeteria Talk. Mm-hmm. And I see what you're saying. It kind of made me think of, um, like, you know, in comic books, they have those smaller comic book That um, kind of go between. And, like, we haven't had side characters carry the connectivity of the MCU since Phase 1 when it was just Coulson and uh, Sitwell. Yeah, with they them. were the only two who like would go between movie and movie and movie, mm. and I feel like that's better for the MCU because one, it's gonna be cheaper in the long run. It actually is versus having you know, um, having Tony having Tony come back in every movie because you know he's the highest paid actor in Hollywood right now. You can get you know Jimmy Woo who isn't gonna cost as much. You're still gonna pay him well, of course. And mm-hmm. as the character gets better, you're going to keep paying him more. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it's going to save you money. You have more likable characters and you create a more connected universe. Of course, in your movies, your big characters can combine and all that stuff. But like the last time I felt like, oh, wow, this universe is really connected was Ant-Man. Yeah. When you had Falcon show up. Falcon show up with that little cameo. Tic-tac. The cheapest Avenger they could get. Yes, I I think they said Vision was originally they might have was might wanted to do put Vision in that scene. Yeah, but Vision versus Vi- Ant Man. Vision is going to like something just flew in me. Oh my god, I love that's one of my favorite like, MCU yeah. moments. But like Vision and Ant Man, that's a done deal. That's not gonna be you're, any... not, you're not beating the Vision. They could have got 
Mormon? No, too much CGI. Definitely too much CGI already. But yeah, that's just kind of showing that, you know, this is really connected. And at this time, you get an explanation of everything that's been going on in the first three episodes. It's kind of gives you an answer. You get an answer in three episodes, that's pretty good. Yeah, and do we get a little bit more about her backstory? Is that where Hayward, um, screw you Hayward, um, we get like a little bit more explanation of her backstory? Well, he completely... No, that was the next episode. The next episode he explains the backstory. Oh. Yeah, but this one is just kind of, oh, hey, look, we got this going on. And then, but in the next episode, let's talk about episode five. On a very special episode, which is actually the name of the title. Interesting. Which one was this? This was the Halloween episode? No, the Halloween episode was the next one. Okay. This, oh, this was the one. This was, this, this was, was the, the 80s. This was the 80s, Because yes. of that hairstyle and she came in with the leg warmers. This was the one where Agatha like completely broke the uh, reality of the show and Mr. Q when decided to cut and take it back and threw yeah. everything off. Yes, and this is the episode where at the end, you know, Vision stops Wanda from stopping the episode. Yeah. At the end, which was, oh my God, Paul Bet like I said. Paul Bettany, so great. Like, that's when he just, they had that, they had an argument, and like, he was just showing off his range in this. Like, I really feel like the price for Paul Bettany went up at least by an extra zero on whatever his contract is. Yes, Vision, I believe in this episode, Vision, he, he, that's where he had that big outbreak at work where the sword... Yeah, HQ sword. was finally able to contact him through the computer. Mm -hmm. So Which... HQ was able to contact him. He uh, let that one guy free for half a second and then mm -hmm. froze him back in. And then he had that argument with Wanda at the end of the episode. And I'm just like, and Wanda, was Wanda was doing her best to just not hear that at all. Oh, yeah. Oh, this was also... Our baby died, the dog. Sparky. Uh, Sparky, yeah. Sparky died. The twin. This is where the twins had their big... Grow up. Oh, you know, we're babies. Oh, we're five years old. Now we're... Now we're ten. Okay, can I just say that, like, people did not like the actors that played them as ten-year-olds. All I'll say is it's way better than the actors that played them at five-year-olds. Because, oh my god. Yeah. Like, I feel like they were being held against their will. They weren't really children. It was a simulation all along. Wanda actually created two robots that didn't know what the hell they were like bruh and then, like when they finally aged up I'm like okay good thank god because if we had to do more than we got it for what 15 minutes yeah at, at the longest and I, I couldn't stand them yeah they were sitting there bathing the dog or something it was I was like what the what in the world is going on it was... I think one of them was better than the other but they were still pretty bad but then when they aged themselves up to 10 year olds I'm like okay these these are way better and like people are like they suck too. I'm like, what are you talking about? These these people are freaking DiCaprio's in the making, okay? <laughs> I'm saying, and just the the fact of it all is, and honestly, they carried their scenes very well. They did. They did the like they honestly like they understood their characters, or at least what their characters were supposed to be. Mm. Like they, you could tell they did their research because like even before they grew into their power, one was a bit more calm and could see better into things. The other one was faster and jittery. Yeah, real jittery. Before they even had powers, which means that these kids either did their research or they had a really good coach who could be like, this is what your powers are going to end up being. You have to visualize that before it actually happens. Yeah, I loved um, I loved how they um spoke about the fact of 
it, this was also the episode where we get that big WTF moment we're about to get to. But I did yeah. love how, you know, I think it was Billy who, you know, is basically how almost has the powers of Wanda really did like he I could tell like he knew what was a little bit of what was going on with his mom. Like mm-hmm. especially when he told her, Mom, you can bring back the dead. Like I was like, Whoa Yeah. Bring it back what? That was gas. Like you could like he knew he already knew what the deal was. I could tell in his face he knew, Mom, I know you're just saying this, but something crazy is going on. Dad and then he, they kept asking about the dad and not well vision and vision was on his little quest to figure out what the hell is going on here. Mm-hmm. This is really the, the the changing of gears. And yeah, this is when the show starts to like, okay, you showed you what we're going to do. Now let's kind of switch gears and let's pump the gas a bit more. And keep, definitely keep it pumping, especially at the end with Vision stopping the whole show. The yeah, credits. Stopping the credits mm-hmm. from rolling. And then they have that amazing argument at the end, well acted by both Elizabeth Olsen and Paul Bettany. Then we get the doorbell ringing and we get our WTF moment. Not done by Wanda, by the way. Not done by Wanda. Like, Wanda had no control over it. Opened the door, and it's Evan Peters. As Pietro. Not Quicksilver. Well, Quicksilver at the time. Yeah, Quicksilver at the time, yeah. Uh, uh, and I'm... And so let's just... Spoiler alert. So you see how we do that? Spoiler alert. That's not really him. He's dead. He died, and he's got a bunch of bullet holes in him. He's buried. He died in Age of Ultron. We did not see that coming. Right. And so I, I think that this is one of two things. One, uh, Ralph Boner is the witness that they were talking about in the first place. I'm just, this is just theories that I've seen online. Yeah. I need to stop watching them because everyone thinks the show sucks because our theories weren't good. Yeah, that's literally it. I feel like maybe that could have been the intention and when they filmed it, that was it. And then Rona hit, they stopped their filming schedule, everything slowed down, they had to scale the show back factuals so they had to just make that rough boner and they can't easily retcon it he was a witness this whole time and that's actually the quicksilver from fox or it was a troll casting all along because everyone knew what they were doing when they were gonna cast evan peters as quicksilver i mean he was quicksilver in the x-men universe he was arguably the better quicksilver he was the only reason people watched the last few X-Men movies, I'm going to be honest. To be honest, that's the only reason I even watched uh, Dark Phoenix. And, and they, they nerfed him in the first scene because they did Phoenix so wrong. Like, bruh. <laughs> Done. It was... Um, All I do is run really fast, go up there, twirl her hair, snap her neck, movie's done. No cap, yeah. You didn't see that coming. <laughs> I would have been okay with that, by the way. Honestly, bro, if the movie was 20 minutes long and Quicksilver just ran up there and snapped her neck, it would have saved us an extra... How long was that movie? Exactly. We don't even speak on it. But James McAvoy is still a very, very good show. James McAvoy was great. Michael Fassbender, as always, was great, even though... Magneto. I really feel like at least the last two X-Men movies, he didn't need to be in them. He did But he gave his best performances in those. And he was the and he was just there for the action. Like, his action sequences were gas. He was just there because we need a good acting performance. And we need Magneto. Magneto's Magneto. But you really didn't need Magneto, but you brought him really in. You really did You just brought him in because you just... You know we would want to see him. Right. If, in case y'all didn't know, spoiler alert for anybody that doesn't read comics, Magneto is the father 
in comic wise, Magneto is the father of Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver. Which is why we even got to him. Now, speaking of Quicksilver, let's go to the next episode. All new Halloween Spooktacular. Which was a homage to Malcolm in the Middle. Because you're not the boss of me now. You're not the boss of me now. Yeah. You're not the boss of me now, and you're not so big. That's literally like what I thought about that. I, when I first saw the, the like the the title and all that, and the carry off Malcolm, and I did think okay. When I first was there, I'm like everybody's going to basically not listen to Wanda and turn, and Wanda's not going to be able to control everything, which is kind of what we got a little bit. Yeah, you got a uh, you got uh, Pietro. I'm just calling Pietro. Pietro. You got Pietro yeah. kind of going around. Hey man, I'm... you know Wanda can't really control him. You got Vision going on his fake meeting uh, for the... What was it called? The, um... What was he in? The Neighborhood Watch? Yeah, The Neighborhood like Watch, yeah. Yeah, his, he's going on his meeting in The Neighborhood Watch. And the fact that the kids finally stop aging themselves up, but the kids are exhibiting powers. Yeah. Or at least Tommy was at the time. And shout out to the costume department for that episode for giving everyone their classic costume, no matter how stupid they looked. I mean, I mean, but Wanda looked like Bruh. sensational. Wanda, Wanda looked sensational. Vision, like his costume was. Vision literally, I was like, bro, this I'm is. I'm like, oh, thank God they didn't do that in Age of Ultron, but that's gas. Oh, yeah. Quicksilver was... getting his uh, little uh, strip across, they, and they then put it Speed on getting his. Bruh, when I saw Wiccan's costume, I was like, yo. They even got the stars on it. I'm like, saying, bruh. they went all out, and like, it was gas. I was like, I was kind of okay. I didn't. I didn't see, it, but I've only seen that episode once. Were there other kids in other superhero costumes around Westview? Mm, I tried looking, but I really didn't see much. Cause like the costumes just seem generic, which is good, but still, they all seem kind of generic. Yeah, they were very generic. Um, nah, not really. Um, oh. Okay, but hold on, pause. We have got to mention these commercials. Oh, we, we totally forgot about all the commercials, didn't we? We dropped this podcast to look up information about advertisements. So there are a few theories about these um, about these commercials, and they no hmm, some general observations. The commercial breaks, except for one, only come during the first traditional act break of the respective episodes. Uh, they all feature the same man and woman, and the roles change in each commercial. Uh, they all feature a clock that display two different times. Could be a reference to the series jumping forward between sitcom time periods, or it could just be a broader reference to the time of, to the nature of time and impermanence, and how Wanda created her pocket universe to live beyond time's natural order by bringing Vision back to life. Or it could have been a reference to the missile counting down after Shadow Sokovia home while her and Pietro had to watch from underneath the bed. I'm just reading theories just so you guys know. Yeah, also one one, one commercial I still cannot get out of my head. Just the commercial of the kid with eating the... Um, this was actually in All New Halloween Spooktacular where the kid is sitting on that little small island. Oh, yes. And he asks for the food. Like the shark comes up, gives him some food and he can't open it and he just... He dies? Sits there and dies. It was weird. That one. That was. That was so, the only one I really couldn't figure out what the hell was happening. And that was just like the biggest DC it, it, talking about. We're going to get dark. Disney. That's kind of the darkest I think you could get at the moment. Besides, you know, actually showing the dead body of Mufasa. 
Yeah, yeah, that, 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 that was dark. That was dark. But, oh my god. Okay, so I, I got it. The first episode was the Toastmate 2000. Mm. That was the... That was by Stark Industries. And I think that was kind of referencing the fact that this... Uh, forget the past, this is your future. Referencing the fact that the Stark missile actually came down and that ended up becoming her future. Mm, that is true. The second episode, I do believe, was the, the Strucker Watch. With the Hydra logo on it. And it had the... Uh, it was made by Strucker from Hydra, and I believe that kind of referenced the fact that um, did he is he the one that brought them in? Yeah, Strucker was the one who brought them in. So he was the one in Agent Ultron, Age of Ultron, and Agents of Shield. Oh wow! Yeah, connection. This, this was back when Agents. I feel like the first five seasons are a canon, and then when they start time jumping, they jump into a new timeline. Yeah, because I feel that, like that's the only way to really explain yeah, it. Yeah, because they didn't want to get they didn't want to give them the info on Infinity War and Endgame. Even though they gave him like the the same footage that was on the TV in Infinity War, oh my no, no. If if you look at if you look right before, right as they come back before the Thanos stuff happens, um, the footage that's on the TV right before Vision gets stabbed, ooh, Vision and Wanda, right before they get stabbed, it's the same footage that's on the TVs in Agents of Shield. It's that crazy, it's stupid, makes no sense. But time jumps. That's 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 gonna be our thing. Yeah. But Strucker, he'll make time for you. That was a very, very good advertisement. Honestly. Um, now, the third one is another Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. reference with the Hydra soap. Yes. With the, yeah, I started making my own soap and then they used all the soap to control everyone's minds. And I was like, I missed it the first time around. I saw a meme and I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah, that was gas. Like, speaking of Hydra. Oh, Hydra. They're technically, bro, they're never going away. There's always some iteration of Hydra somewhere. Cut off one head, two more shall take his place, even though I really feel like... I feel like uh, in Age of the Shield, they ended up getting rid of all of Hydra by yeah. the time the Darkhold came into play. Definitely. Now, the Lagos, pa- Lagos paper towels. I hate that they say Lagos. Like, every Nigerian I know says Lagos, and they couldn't find a Nigerian to tell them how to pronounce Lagos. Either way. <laughs> the Lagos towels. Obvious ripoff of the brawny thing because of how strong it is, but it's also an obvious re- reference to her failing to uh, conceal the bomb vest in Lagos. In With, um, what's his name? Ruffalo. Crossbones? Yeah. Yeah. Rumlow, not Ruffalo. Rumlow. <laughs> Taking a Ruffalo. Taking a Ruffles. I'm hungry. I am hungry. This is a cafeteria talk. Okay. So, and then, was that the last commercial? No, then now we're at the Yo-Yo Magic. Where, again, that commercial just... Oh my god. Made no sense. However, however the claymation showing that uh, that 2000s era reminded me of the, the crackhead... Uh, the crackhead honeycomb guy. Oh my... <laughs> the crackhead honeycomb guy, the crackhead monkey from Danimals. Right. Dan- bro, them Danimals commercials. Bro, I still want to know who won them damn Crush Cup cruises. Oh, yeah, like, for real, like, bro, everyone used to, we always be doing out the Danimals. Bro, Danimals smoothies? Nope. Danimals Crush Cup? You did not win. Yo play? Bro, there was a lot of crackheads in, like, commercials aimed for kids back then. Mm. That's back when the Chef Boyardee can had a mind of its own, falling off the shelf. <laughs> bro, you, remember you, see, you ever see that moment of the, the Chef Boyardee can? Got all the way home. He's like, Mom, can we cook this? And it turned out to be a black mom. I'm like, you stole this? Black bottom! <laughs> I 
told you not to take from the scope. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> like, bro, I'm like, bro, if that ever happened, that's exactly what the hell would happen. That's why it was always white kids. Yeah, if it was a black mean, kid, you know he would have got his ass beat. Definitely, definitely. The role, the role, the role. Yeah, uh, yeah. So e- even like even this website says that no one knows what the hell the Yo Magic ad was about, cause like he was just sitting there trying to open it. And I think one thing I can't think of since he couldn't open it, I can't think it kind of makes a reference to how in the, of co- the eighth episode, Agatha kept trying to get Wanda to open up her magic more and Wanda or explain how she did it, and Wanda couldn't really answer it. Maybe that's it. I don't know. Uh, they said that this could have been the citizens of Westview how they yeah. were dying in isolation because like they weren't allowed to eat or anything like that. They had to do everything they were, especially when you see like at the edge of it how everyone's just kind of that's in the spectacular. They're getting stuck back to the going back episode. and forth. And then, it, it was weird. And then Vision, when Vision, quote unquote, wakes up Agnes, and she's like, "Your Vision." I think is that when Vision finally gets a quick reference or gets an explanation to who he was before Yeah, that Westview. was the first time he was like, I'm an Avenger. I, I, I'm not really sure how it could be an, an Avenger. It was just kind of weird, honestly. It was. And then it was, um, then he goes out of the, he goes out of the hex and then starts falling apart and then Wanda expands the hex. And we get that and then those, those crazy rumors, everyone, so everyone that gets sucked up to the head becomes a mutant. That rumor, I was like, are y'all kidding me? No, that's a stupid way to introduce M- mutants. That's the dumbest. Like, even the, the theory that all the cosmic radiation going throughout the universe was a better theory than oh, yeah, everyone with, going into the with Thanos snapping his fingers. Actually, no, no. Here's the thing, right? Here's a funny thing. Everyone who's getting tucked into the hex and they turn into clowns, those were the people who thought that everyone going into the hex would have been mutants. Mm. <laughs> Sensational. Took a second. Now the next episode was like right after that, and that was, that was the that was our Modern Family episode. Yeah, Modern Family. Yeah, Modern Family slash Office era like breaking kind of the shows. fourth wall. Yeah, he had the interviews. That episode was uh shout out to again shout out to Elizabeth Olsen. We've said this like fifteen times already, but she acted her ass off. She really did. Like, she might just be Thor. I'm sorry, but as of right now, she might just be the most powerful. Strongest Avenger. This takes... Well, she's more powerful. Well, Oh my god, we'll say that later because Agatha mentions it in the final episode. But And also the commercial in this episode was the uh, the Nexus antidepressant. Hold on. <coughs> Nexus antidepressant. <coughs> there is a comic about Nexus. I believe it's some... Oh my god, it's something about... A ma- it, it dealt with Agatha. I just can't remember the tie-in from the comics. Something with Agatha... Or somebody forming up something like a whole new system world or some or new um town a nexus town it's 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 one of the comics that deals with Wanda and Vision I think it was mainly Vision's House of M story arc that it was talked about in because Agatha was in both of those but I cannot remember which one right and I think it just really had to do like the commercial mentioned uh, moving on with your life because the world doesn't revolve around you or does it and I think that was just more like. This is Wanda's current situation. And she's breaking down. And yeah, she's using Westview as an antidepressant. Yes, and I believe this is also the episode where the kids finally separate from the mom and go with Agnes, am I correct? Where she needs her date to herself. Yeah, her mommy time to try to fix all of the things going wrong in her illusion. And the kids get kidnapped by Agnes, who turns out to be 
Agatha Harkness. It was Agatha all along. It was Agatha all along. That song, Sensational. That song like started charting that week, I think, on the Billboard. Oh, one thing we did forget to mention, bro. Remember back in the fifth episode, that's when that's when Sword infiltrated and came in with the, and they and they blasted that missile off and wanted. To... Oh yeah, she came out and she had her Magneto moment when she. Sensational. So good. I think I think next season we gotta go or at least for Falcon Winter Soldier we gotta try to go episode by episode do like cafeteria sessions. Yeah, we all that. But back to breaking the fourth wall. We also get in that episode Vision getting explained every everything getting explained to Vision by Darcy or the um the escape artist. <laughs> The escape artist. And it's just funny how she was like... The illusionist and the escape artist. It's just, I'm not interested. And I love the I love the, the guy. Hey, you guys are supposed to be on. Where are you going? Oh, we double booked. <laughs> and just the fact they were all clowns was hilarious. The dude... All of them. Every single one of them was a clown. Yeah, honestly, I was really thinking this episode is when Doctor Strange was going to come in. Because I'm thinking, bro, that she keeps expanding, expanding, but she actually stopped the... She calmed down. But honestly, no. If it, if it hit New York, most definitely. Oh, yeah. This would be Dr. Strange. <laughs> be slingering in his way in. <laughs> He'll be trying to freeze it. Hold up. Pause. Wanda, what are you... It's a, oh, my God. You... That would be gas, but... That's more for Multiverse of Madness, obviously, which we'll get into that later. Right. But, oh, my God. I loved how Vision... He has a lot more character growth here, even though he had a lot of character growth in the first... Six episodes. I just love how he, like him, like when Darcy explains everything to him and how he reacts to finding out that he was killed by Thanos and that Wanda basically had to take watch, the, watch yeah. and envision. He grows his sympathy. Like at first, he was so angry at Wanda for not telling him. Now he understands why Wanda is doing what she's what doing. Tell him? And he's like, "What am I doing? I need to get to my wife." And he, which was that whole thing with like every time something would stop. Uh, Blocking the road, something else will block. I'm like, bro, at this point, just run them all over. I'm saying, like, Vision, just. I am Vision. Like, use your Unibeam or something. I'm saying. And can we just talk about that? Okay. Who do you think? Was it, you think that was Wanda or was that Agatha? I really think it was Agatha. Me too. Because it had to. It was Agatha. It, had, it was Agatha, Agatha all along. Like, why else would Vision be so far out and not be and not like have a way to get back because he walked all the way to the rim so Agatha could assume that he would try a way to walk find a way to walk back yeah. then he realized he was vision and he could fly so yeah that was very funny what am I do? it's just he gets that he looks like he's stuck he's miserable he's like wait a minute I can fly I thought that was gas and also oh my god I just lost my train of thought but uh it'll come back later what yeah, and then at the end of the episode, we get the reveal, you know, of Agatha Harkness. And can we talk about that Darkhold book? Like, Okay, so again, another thing that kind of stipulates whether or not Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. could be canon. Now, it is canon in the comics that the Darkhold can change his appearance to the user. And, of course, the Darkhold is different mm -hmm. in this time, in this, in this, than it was in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah, it's and been again, a lot of years. Yeah, it's been what since it's 20, since it's twenty twenty three twenty twenty three and so. back and then that was like twenty sixteen or twenty fifteen when they had that arc with Agents of Shield. Nah, I think because that was right. That was 
right before. No, that was after. That was after Civil War. Oh, they tied it because yeah. they tied in with Doctor Strange. So this was maybe early twenty seventeen. So it's been about a good six years. Mm. And in Agents of Shield, that dark hole, they were adjusting reality kind of as well with what's her name, a- Ada. Ada, but they were using uh, interdimensional magic to try to tie in with Doctor Strange. And then that let's go, Ghost Rider. Bro, when, when Ada made that sling ring with the... Mm-hmm. I was like, yo. That's probably the coolest tie-in they had since uh, Winter Soldier. Factuals. And they didn't even have to mention what happened because technically nothing happened. <laughs> that is funny. That is funny mentioning that nothing happened. It kind of did it. This is reverse time. And then that, that weird rabbit she was holding. Senior Scratchy. I don't know. Mephisto, I don't care, Mephisto. Senior Scratchy is Mephisto, most definitely. If it wasn't, if, if freaking, what's his name wasn't Mephisto, Senior Scratchy is Mephisto. Exactly. His spirit's just living in a rat, in a, what is that? A, Bruh, first off. A rabbit. That drone was Mephisto this whole time. It had to be. It was Mephisto all along. Nah, that freaking, what is it? That freaking bird that kept popping up was Mephisto. Bro, that was my original theory of Mephisto, was the bird that kept popping up, then disappearing, then popping up again. Oh, my God. I forget, I forgot about that bird, honestly. But that bird was obviously Agatha, but still, it could have been Mephisto. Mephisto? Agatha working through Mephisto. Mephisto working through Agatha. Like, we clearly know. He said demon spawn something something. Mephisto was controlling Fiatro. I don't care. It was Mephisto. We don't care. Exactly. We don't care. But that's going to lead us into the eighth episode, previously on. That was probably the best episode of the series. And we got that lovely as big as Kid Kev. <laughs> I was watching, I actually watched this episode with Quattro. We stayed up to watch this episode as it dropped. And it's just cool. Quattro's watching the episode, bro. You cannot tell me her driving through that bit does not look like a Buick commercial. I'm like, oh my. But that's anytime anyone drives anything in anything. It's a commercial. My like, favorite one is obviously Iron Man when he pulls up in the car. On the Audi. In Endgame. Yeah. Why the long face? Here, here's just my thing, though, about anytime they use a car. I prefer to use an actual brand than to use something with a fake brand or no logo on it. That is true. Because, like, I see them do that with Disney Channel shows all the time, and I'm just like, ha, I know what you tried to do there. It sucks. Yeah. But honestly, this was also a, this episode was so sad seeing Wanda because a lot of people we got to think about is all this stuff happening for Wanda is literally not even days after what she experienced in Infinity War. Because if, if anything, a couple weeks, a couple weeks because she disappears and then technically when she goes face to face with then on the end game, it's only been a few min- seconds seconds after he blipped her away after he just pulled the stone out of her head. Well, and out of vision. Out of his head. Yeah. And, like, she is pissed. And then she finally... And it to... honestly sucks that she doesn't... I mean, she doesn't... I mean, of course she can't be the one to deliver the killing blow, but it also sucks that this isn't the same Thanos that pulled the stone out of her head. I'm saying, this is a... This is a more badass Thanos. I don't care. This Thanos was more cold-blooded killing. Thanos well, yeah, that, that other Thanos was more methodic because he knew exactly what he was up against. And he did, he played more off of feelings. This Thanos didn't play off of feelings. He just straight up. And, and I think I've kind of mentioned this to you. The reason why Thanos is quote-unquote more powerful is because he doesn't know what he's up against, so he's just in kill mode. Like, remember when he was, uh, how, when he got, when he, when he was first showed up in Endgame, 
he just had a bloody sword and was just wiping it off. Yeah. He was just in that crusade mode because he was just on a planet with that he thought only had six wretched individuals and two and, and a traitor. That's why Nebula was so scared. Up, he, and when everyone shows up, he's just like, you know what? I'm just going to be... I'm just going to be exactly what I am. I'm going to be a ruthless killer and kill everyone on this planet. But the Thanos from Infinity War knows I can't be that. I got to be methodical with these mofos because... And I need the stones. Exactly. You need every single... Because, like, he had been studying each of his opponents. He had been aware... Oh, Age of Ultron happened? Two new Avengers. That's why it has to be 2014 Thanos because if it was 2015 Thanos, he would have knew to back the fuck away. Yeah, and he would have... You mean like rain? Oh, the red bitch! Rain fire now! <laughs> rain fucking fire. kill all them people because in fact, hey yo, y'all go back up in the shit. Hey, time travelers, right the fuck back where we came from? Cause hell no, hell no, we not finna go through this shit again. But yeah, it's like we get we get her um the full explanation of Hayward's lies. You lied to us, Hayward. You're he's oh, man. he's part of Mephisto's. Part two. I don't care. Mephisto's hey, controlling with Mephisto, even though he was never in the hex. Never. That's what makes it even more powerful. Look at bro, these Mephisto things, bro. Mephisto. And the thing is, I really wanted to like Hayward. I wanted this to be a show where there was no clear villain. Yeah. But then it just kept showing Hayward. It was more and more, and like even when it was revealed, when they had the Vision reveal in episode eight, Hayward was still sympathetic. Like, you can like. He's not yours. He, he wasn't trying to be a... What he said was very dickish. Yeah. But the way he said it didn't sound like he was trying to be a dick. Mm. So I just want to know where his dick turned on. Pause. <laughs> Pause. Record scratch. Jazz music stops. Back at it again. But yeah, it was very interesting. And then seeing what Sword was doing with Vision kind of thought, thought to me about what What's his name tried to do with Iron Man? And he's still alive and he needs to bring... He needs to come back sometime. Um, The dude from the... From the one-off movie with... um, That well, He was in the one-off movie in the prison about the... About the... um. What's his name? Oh my the god. Mandarin? The Mandarin, yes. Oh, Just, yes. Justin Hammer. Mm-hmm. Kind of what Justin Hammer wanted to do is what S.W.O.R.D. is doing. And the fact... If Stark was still alive... Oh, Stark would not be having this shit. <laughs> oh, no. I'm... If Black Panther didn't get blipped away, there's no way Vision would have left the Wakandan, the Wakandan country. Oh no, without question. No freaking way. Yeah, that's. He is made of vibranium, and vibranium is us. <laughs> they, bro, he they were made with stolen vibranium. They would have freaking had Vision coming out looking fresh. He would have had the purple. Bro, Vision would have made a purple and gold. Sensational. Oh my gosh, but yes. And one of my favorite, one of my most interesting things was definitely when we got the flashback of the, what is it? Oh my God, flashback of the Winter Soldier tie-in and the Age of Ultron tie-in. Oh yes, when he when they finally like show when showed her getting her experiment from the stone. That's one thing I like found really interesting, was when. The scepter breaks in the stone, and she sees her future in the stone. Yeah. And then the stone goes back into the scepter. And notice how neither of them were actually surprised when the stone, when the stone, when Ultron breaks the scepter open, and you see the stone. Gas. Oh, Bro, I watched Agents. I, 
Age of Ultron was on TV right after I watched this episode. So I'm running around like, holy shit! Like, it's all connected. It's all connected! It really is all connected. And I'm trying to get my sister to watch this episode right after this. Like, really, watch it now. It just broke down Wanda so much. And that was her, her first introduction was Age of Ultron. But one interesting thing is, so technically, does that mean she was already a mutant? Or yeah, because she stopped the bomb from going off. So That's she, what Agatha said. So basically, the stone just enhanced her powers. Pretty much. It she, enhanced what was already there. She really is the Scarlet Witch. Speaking Ooh. of that, then we get the name reveal. And I'm like, oh, see, I when they started talking about, oh, the Hex, and then she's red... I thought that's how she was going to get her name. Like, I knew they were going to give her her name by the end of the show when they started talking about her hex magic. Yeah, because they, um, Hayward kind of mentioned she doesn't have, like, a code. A name or anything like that. It was just Jimmy was like, no, his name's Wanda. And I was just like, oh, well, she's going to be called Scarlet Witch. And I'm thinking, if they're calling it Hex, which is cast hexes, they're going to call her the Scarlet Witch. It's going to happen. But then when Agatha straight up says... That makes you the Scarlet Witch. I'm like, oh shit, now we're in some world... Now we get world building in. Now we get mythos. I'm like, it, that's deeper than just... Mm. And we gotta mention Agatha's backstory. Agatha's backstory. I was just about to go there, how she was about to be burned at the stake, and then she just absorbed all the magic from... Every... i like, if you knew she can absorb magic, or she stole the practices from the Darkhold about absorbing magic... Why the hell did y'all try to just just burn the bitch, man? I'm saying. You're in Salem. They're burning regular ass bitches because they had an orgasm. <laughs> like, just burn her. Honestly. You don't gotta use magic because she's an actual witch. And what made sense is back in, I believe, episode two, she mentions my husband Ralph went into our anniversary unless it was June 2nd, 16... Which ties in to the Salem, Salem witch, witch trials. trials. Oh, shit. <laughs> Like, they were just playing with our heads, honestly. They really were. But it was Agatha all along. It really was. And then when they mentioned the devil in episode two, she's like, that's not the only place where he is. To Geraldine at the time, well, when she was Geraldine in the hex. Um, Mephisto. No, I'm kidding. It has to be, based, bump it. Oh my God, think about it. She was playing with Darkhold. So basically, she, Mephisto. I have a feeling, because like Mephisto, me, I knew for a fact Mephisto would be too big a villain for yeah, this show. Yeah, too, too, way too big. But the fact that this is going to tie directly into Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, we've already got Nightmare confirmed. I have a feeling Mephisto is going to be not a Thanos level villain, but like a Loki level villain. Yeah, like we who just keep showing up and destroying shit. Yeah, I love Agatha's backstory because I think it was literally like spot on mm-hmm. from her comic arc, which was gas and then. The costume. Sensational. How her hands turned... Oh my god, that was... Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, so we're moving on into episode 9. Like, it was... Yes, episode, episode 9 is... series 8 and 9 really just had a... Just flawless, seamless tie-in. Like, nothing happened. Yeah, even though those were the episodes that really were affected, which is kind of crazy. And yeah, so like, her hands were turning black every time she tried to absorb... Every time she absorbed the magic. That... One thing I really liked, just tying in... And it's kind of a tired trope, but they did it really well. Taunting lessons. Mm. Where like a hero or a villain will taunt someone, and then that hero, and then the hero, or then the other hero or the other villain will use that to learn later on. Uh, first time I really noticed it and it bugged me was in Man of Steel. 
as soon as he takes off Zod's helmet and he everything happens to him at once, it's like someone close to me once told me you have to focus on one thing at a time. I'm like, why the fuck are you telling him your secret? That is true. Now that I think about it. Still- and then the same thing happened was like, you don't know what a rune is? Only the spell holder can like, okay, that's an exposition dump, but I'll let it fly. But then the way like, because I'm watching Wanda throw magic at her like, you missed, you missed, you missed, you missed again, you missed. Runes. Oh! Like, it, it, that, that last episode had a lot of um, Incredibles feel. It felt like the Incredibles. Like an, like a, yeah, especially with the when, when everybody crowded around them. We had White Vision, Agatha, and then the Sword Ages. You got mm-hmm. the, the big pan zoom. With each her. person fighting their own villain that they can fight. And then the standoff with the family and the little... The family of the little... I was like, oh, Incredibles! Yeah, it, was, it, was, it felt like the Incredibles, even with like... Uh, uh, the, they had the monologuing at the beginning, and then... Later on, oh, you caught me monologuing. That goes back to what I was talking about. Yeah. And uh, what else? Oh, we we totally forgot about the best part of that episode. The ship of Theseus. Oh. Oh. Oh! Oh, my God. And we also forgot about the best part of the last episode. What is grief, if not love? Whoever wrote Vision's lines, give them a raise. Like no, for real. Dude. Everything he said in the last two episodes was Just some kiss. of the best dialogue I've heard. Honestly, like, and I had to watch like a lot of classic ass films for the past two years. Sensational! Hey, oh my god, so good. Like, what is grief if not love preserving? And that whole conversation about the ship of Theseus. The ship straight of Theseus. up philosophical, like. And he just, it's just because at the moment, White Vision is so, he's pro prone into, and I, brought, I love White Vision. I was so happy they brought him in because he's a stone-coated killer. And I love it. And I just love, they, Yo, he, he was so emotionless. Like, I remember people thinking that I was going to be, I thought it was going to have more Ultron in him than it would have had. I Vision. thought it was actually going to be Ultron's voice, no cap. Honestly, and then it could have merged into Paul Bettany's at the end. That's what I thought was going to happen. Yeah. Especially since, you know, he had Ultron in him first. Ultron created before, Vision. Right. And, oh, man. And then there were rumors that James Spader was going to be in the cast, too. Yeah, there was rumors of that. It's just, it's just part because the name drop of Ultron. <laughs> honestly, like, I'm thinking, okay, you ain't going to just name drop Ultron for no goddamn reason. Which, which they did. Yeah. Which I think that just, again, that could have been COVID issues. Yeah, and plus they did show Ultron in the flashbacks and all that. One thing that was interesting was how they literally, so much of the, they took a lot of comic moments and just put them back on screen, especially when um, I actually saw a White Vision, um, I saw pictures of White Vision running into Wanda for the first time. Wanda says the exact same lines from the comic that she does in the show. And except I think what was different in the comic, Vision goes to, I believe, choke her, not do this. Well, they had to have that fake out, which was a really yeah. good fake out. And it was guys like... Like the whole... Oh my god, from back, you had that crack like, oh, nope, she did. She yeah, did. like, she did. It's just, it did Vision. Vision snapped. Vision took off. Like, that was, see, Vision versus Vision was, it's not on the level of Cap versus Cap, but it, it could be that just because of the dialogue. Right. Like, <laughs> Cap versus Cap. I can do this all day. I know. Vision versus Vision. Ship of Theseus. I request elaboration. 
Like it was just so it was it was good. just Jeff's kiss. And then shout out to the kids. That little that little moment where they take out the sword agents and Tommy looked exactly like Evan Peters. Just like Evan Peters. From when I believe when they infiltrated um what's it called? The Pentagon. Pentagon. Speaking now, of Evan Peters, Ralph Boner, what do you think? Oh, uh, I do feel like it was a cop out because of their issues with COVID. I feel like, like I feel it just had to be a quick write in. Hey, uh, I'm sorry, we have to change the story. Can you come in for a day and just shoot this this two minute scene, and we'll find a way to retcon you back in? Yeah, because I feel like they could. They I felt I thought like they were gonna have a lot more to do in the last episode. And but, like I already knew it couldn't be the X Men. It couldn't be the X Men Quicksilver in general. Yeah. Just because they had, it had the MCU's Quicksilver effect. Yeah, it did. Which I didn't like from the start, so I'm like, something has to be off. Yeah, and it's just the lovely boner joke they throw in there. And I think, I don't know, maybe I'm getting older. I didn't catch it, and I watched the episode twice. Like, I was like, ah, boner, okay, yeah. <laughs> but like, it wasn't until like, everyone's like, I can't believe they made a dick joke. I'm like, what, what dick joke? Oh. <laughs> Damn, I must be getting old. I missed that. And it was so funny. It's just <laughs> boner. I'm like, oh my god, what the hell? Yeah, so I think maybe they'll try to go for the witness. Uh, they'll try to go for the he was the witness all along type thing. Yeah, that was. I'm... Or they could just boner. Boner, honestly. Boner, leave it at boner. Honestly, one interesting thing as well is definitely just shout out Monica, bro. Monica's lovely. Just the use of her powers as Photon. Well, they're gonna, I hope they go with Photon because she has like three different like names. Yeah, Photon's name? the best. Yeah, Photon is the best. Plus, she was a, the original OG Captain. One of the OG Captain Marvels, but we're not going to talk about that. Anyway. Nope. nope. No, we here for That's not what we're here for. But yeah, shout out to Monica using her powers there. And how Hayward got taken down was hilarious. Just getting ran over by Darcy. Have fun in prison. And the fact that, like, that's actually the... That's a bigger truck than the one he was in. Mm. Like, besides... It's not a clown car. It's really a big-ass military truck that she was uh, strapped onto. That was that was just sensational. I loved it. I loved it. I oh, shit. I just realized. She was an escape artist because she was handcuffed when the hex went over her. Bruh. Oh, my God. So, so much. You just... Oh, it's crazy. But no, what we need to talk about is one when Wanda finally gets and she transforms that suit, the Magneto vibes from Bro. from Apocalypse since oh my I'll, Okay, is it just me or does like that front thing on her head look like Magneto's helmet? Exactly, exactly like like I saw someone else say, like, oh, look, it's just, like, the thing on the inside is shaped just like an Infinity Stone. I'm like, nah, fuck that. Look on the outside. That's Magneto's helmet, and I don't give a damn what you think. That is Magneto's helmet. Bump it. We, uh, I'm, yes, as you can tell, we're big X-Men fans. And I'm ready for the X-Men, but definitely, oh, my God. Seeing her as the full Scarlet Witch was just so breathtaking. Just, it was so breathtaking and fun to see. Like, she really... But, yeah, she, she, and... Shout out to the costume department for like making her costume accurate costume without it being her in a, a, a leotard. Oversexualized, even though the leotard one was sensational, but we're not going to speak on that. And and then also one thing I was a little bummed about was definitely how they took out Agnes. They took her back to Agnes, the nosy neighbor. I'm trying to figure out. So she's the noisy neighbor now. Mm-hmm. The nosy neighbor. Nosy neighbor, and like 
It's the hex. They the hex was shrinking down. So I feel like because I feel like she found a way to. Because remember she mentioned you've tied them to this place. Like she tied Vision to this place. She tied, um, she tied the kids to the place. I have a feeling at this point she's become the full on Scarlet Witch and she's found a way to make spells that aren't tied to this place. Especially since one. Agatha exists outside of the hex already. Mm. Interesting. Interesting way to think about it. And now, technically, she's more powerful than Doctor Strange because she's tapping with the Dark Hold, and her page exceeds the power of the Sorcerer Supreme. I love the little Doctor Strange quote there that Agatha throws. So Agatha knows. Agatha knows about Doctor Strange if she knows about the Sorcerer Supreme or that level. Because you got. Oh well, yeah, because like even before Doctor Strange was Sorcerer Supreme, it was the Ancient One. It was the Ancient One, and didn't Doctor Strange at one point test with the with some type of book in the in the movie to help up up yeah, his power? Yeah, but I don't think it was the Dark. It wasn't the Dark Hole. It was no, some. But it was just it was just the Ancient One's personal collection. Reserved only for the Sorcerer Supreme. Yes, and there is a book in the Sanctum Centaurum that was missing, but I don't think it's the Dark Hole. I think it's something totally different. Rumors. Rumors, yeah. There are rumors that, yeah, that is the Dark Hole, because remember, around that same time, that's when the Dark Hole started coming into play. Yeah. In Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. So, like... I gotta, maybe I gotta watch again just to see where the Dark Hole officially came into play, because, let's also just say... They stole the book and they tried to go into the dark dimension. Possibly. Then the dark hold. Maybe it's just about the. St- Maybe that book is about the dark arts. Possibly. I don't know. And this is kind of tying into definitely our implications and what we're left with. We've kind of been on that for about ten minutes now. We just didn't mention implications, but Kevin Feige already said we're going to be getting some of these. Will be getting second seasons and all that. I don't think WandaVision is getting a second season. I don't think WandaVision will... Falcon and the Winter Soldier might... I would love to see a second season of that. Hawkeye should... Definitely, definitely give Hawkeye a second season. No question. But, like, the... The... Armor Wars? No. Um, I'm gonna love Armor Wars, I have a feeling Armor Wars is just gonna be about... Okay, Tony Stark is dead... I think if I have some time with the store, with the sword agents, but I feel like that's when I think that's next time we'll actually see White Vision is Armor Wars. Yeah, because and he did about, disappear, and we don't know where the hell he went. That is true. And if you think about Armor Wars and go back to Iron Man two, when he said, "Yeah, these suits won't be around for another ten, maybe twenty years." At this point, it's been like at the ten year mark was when the blip happened. Mm-hmm. So that's probably going to set things back about five years. Then you, they jump five years. Now we're back at that same moment. Then everyone blips back. That's just going to screw everything up for at least another three years. Armor Wars isn't for another three years anyway. Yeah, so like, that, so, it does make sense. And one thing that's very interesting is, um, I thought about this because this also, they said this will have a, the ramifications of WandaVision will have effect on not just Doctor Strange, but Spider-Man No Way Home. Preferably, I don't know what the hell's going on with that movie. Because, bruh, all this, bruh, all the different casting rumors and obviously... Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. I have a theory, I have a theory, I have a theory. Okay, so, this ain't gonna happen. But it's just a theory that I just thought of and I just confirmed that it, it everything works out. So, 
Mephisto's. Remember I was talking about Mephisto being introduced at the end of Doctor Strange? Yeah. I don't know if we said that on the record, but we mentioned that either beforehand or on this. Mm-hmm. So, Mephisto would just kind of be introduced, and he's going to be around. He's going to be a, the Loki-level villain. Show up in Spider-Man. No way home. And erase the fact that his identity's been sent to the public like he did in One More Day. But that's going to have some serious, serious consequences, and it'll have no way home. <laughs> Ooh. Okay. Okay, I'm back. Kevin Feige, can you give this man a contract, please? I'm just saying. I'm, I mean, like, okay, I'm I'm like ninety percent sure that that's not going to happen. I just like seeing all these stupid Mephisto conspiracies, and I finally made one myself. So now I feel accomplished. <laughs> We all have our Mephisto conspiracies, especially because that deleted scene where the rabbit turned into a demon. Senior Scratchy, Mephisto. But anyway. Oh, shit. My, my keyboard's red. That's Mephisto. Mephisto. Mephisto everywhere. Hold up, hold up. MSI. Mephisto. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. All right. So, but yeah, uh, this is our official introduction to Phase 4. Yes, and... So you can kind of just see that Marvel is definitely about to take a completely different route. Cosmic, a very cosmic route. Cosmic route, a magic route. We're about to, like, everything we kind of played with in Phase 3, we're about to just, okay, what the hell, let's do it. Phase 4. This is definitely, we had the Infinity Saga, now we're kind of into the Multiverse Saga, right? Multiverse, or I think we have a feeling we're going to end up going into either Secret Wars or Secret Invasion. Either or, because we have, we had the end of freaking, I knew it, I knew it, I knew it, I called it. Monica's, the scroll, the scroll the was scroll. the scientist she was talking about. I'm like, this has to have some implications for Captain Marvel, because freaking, if Monica mentioned it, her next appearance is in Captain Marvel. That has said, to be a, a scroll. a friend of your mother's, he's up there, Fury. Come Fury. On. We, I would love to just have seen him at the top of the theater. Motherfucker, that would have. Sold the show. You've had a lot of motherfucking work. <laughs> For real. I cannot wait to see this. Um, We got his secret something, secret war, secret, secret something um, um, series coming up. Oh, God, he's getting a series. And that's that's proof that he's just, he's getting too old to do movies now. Oh, yeah. And then we're going to have Captain Marvel too. But yeah, a lot of, a lot of stuff. This has really has set up a lot of wave. This is what... What this, movie was it like? What movie kind of set up a lot of different movies? We had was it Age of Ultron? Set Age up, of Ultron set up so much stuff. It set, set up set up all of Phase Three. Set up Black Panther, Panther Civil War, uh, Ragnarok. Well, when they had Ragnarok going that direction, yeah. And then the finally confirmed where we actually the real Infinity War stuff at the end. Like this is kind of this kind of reminds me of that because this is setting up, of course, Doctor Strange and tie in with Spider Man. We're also getting the now we got the scrolls and all that fairy stuff. This is this is a lot. This is becoming like I'm telling you, it's coming just connected as the comics are. It really is, and I'm all for it. And I can't wait to see what happens. But of course, you know, well, before we rate this bad boy, what was your favorite episode? This is a hard one for me. I don't know. Like a lot of them just had their own charm. Like I'm I feel like the first three episodes should be considered an not an entirely different series, but just something entirely different altogether. Mm-hmm. But in terms of backstory for the characters of Wanda, since this is Wanda's show, episode eight by far. Episode eight, I feel that my 
My favorite episode, it's a toss-up, is either episode five, where we finally get introduced to that big what-the-fuck moment with, um, well, Ralph Boner. I will say, yeah. And then episode eight, it's a toss-up, because, like, it's just, like, as a fan, from something I want to see, I got that in episode five, but then episode eight really did... It, it's a little yeah, the name We character. got the name drop of the Scarlet Witch, like... Because I was wondering how the hell they make that make sense in any way, shape, form, or fashion. And that's the thing. This show, at the moment, it at the beginning, did not make any sense. And then, yeah, but... So, skip all that. So, what would you rank this out of 10? I'd say... I'd say about a 9. It had issues. Yeah. Um, part of it brought on by the fact that they probably... It was supposed to be a 10-episode series, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they couldn't finish filming because of COVID. Uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier is going to suffer from a different issue, having filmed post-COVID. And so don't expect to see a lot of, of background or a lot of crowds. Or expect to see the exact same people in multiple scenes. Mm. How do I know? I was supposed to be on it, but I decided I don't want to drive to Atlanta today. Understandable. My bad boy, I'm going to give it a 9 as well. One of the biggest things that it just... This really does change the game for our filmmaking. Think about it. Like you said, this different aspect ratio, like switches and all that. Like, skip all the MCU stuff. Just how this stuff was filmed Filmed. and done. Like, I have never seen anything like this. And I don't know if we've ever seen anything like this for a long, long time. Probably not. And it's pushing the bar the same way Mandalorian did. Yes. And like, I... I wouldn't be surprised if Falcon and the Winter Soldier doesn't try to do some of the things Mandalorian did in terms of the, the screen behind them. And I, I can already tell a lot of the CGI is rendered in Unreal. Mm. Just because I love the way it renders rocks. Just, man, I tell you. Well, ooh, we could talk about this so much more, but oh my god. Oh, favorite favorite character from the series? Vision, Vision, by far. I love you, Wanda, but this, the Vision. Like, the Ian was great, but Vision, Vision, man. Vision, just sensational. But yeah, oh my God, that has been a long-field episode. Oh my God. Imagine if the the other two were here. That would have been crazy. It would have, it would have. Because we would have had that quick 10 minutes where we strictly talk about, well, Quattro mentioning how he already seen this with DC and he finally he wishes Marvel would have done this a long time ago. You would have had Big Kev mentioning how Marvel's superior and they would have had their argument. Y'all would have had y'all lovely... Uh, honestly, no, all of us would have jumped side on this one. Oh, yeah. We all of us would have jumped. Yeah, Quattro, we would Quattro, you wouldn't have won this argument. Oh, he wouldn't have won this argument. Because I... Look, last time you tried this on me, I conceded because I did not have the energy. But as I said, I got 12 hours of sleep, so I got energy today. <laughs> oh, that's funny. But yes... Y'all already know where y'all can find us on Instagram at Cafeteria Talk Official and and Twitter at Cafeteria Talk. Make sure y'all check out Brackington B-Rolls on Instagram. They're getting back together. They had that quick mix-up where they lost some stuff. Um, Kind of throwing them under the bus. That's kind of the stuff that's been going on there. But their episodes will be coming and it will be gas. You remember, they're reviewing old school classics. And I cannot wait to see that because I probably watched a lot of those old school classic movies. Because of my film class. But remember, Instagram, brackets underscore B-rolls. And Twitter, brackets underscore B-rolls. And yes, I already mentioned our cafeteria talk socials. And y'all can find me 
Slip without a C underscore Rob Subbies underscore on Instagram. Robert EW116 on Twitter. And y'all can find me on all platforms at DJ underscore Nua. That's DJ underscore N-U-A-H. Yes, we love y'all. And remember, it was Agatha all along. Cafeteria Talk. Cafeteria Talk.